And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're going to talk to Pastor Rob Stevenson from Rock of Our Salvation Church in Chicago, looking at the book Breaking Down Walls by Raleigh Washington and Glenn Kayrine, influenced uh, how that influenced and built this Austin neighborhood church. I'm an attorney and partner at the law firm of Mauk and Baker. We're Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, and religious freedom defense. You can find more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on developments about faith in the law. Well, welcome, Pastor Stevenson. Tell us about yourself and Rock of Our Salvation Church. John, it's so good to be here. Um, I'm excited because of what God is doing here, uh, Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Um, I am from uh, the inner city of Chicago um, on the Austin community. The church I pastor is the Rock of Our Salvation Church. I've been pastoring now for uh, five years. Um, I've been on staff there for 15 years. I am uh, a resident of Chicago, uh, born and raised here. And um, it's just a great time. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing and how he brought me to the Rock of Our Salvation Church. Well, the church is very well known for its message of racial reconciliation within the church and helping Christians to re-examine their racial attitudes. And, and, of course, the book Breaking Down Walls is a classic. It's been around in the body and been very influential. Uh, what is happening these days within the body? And if you could, explain how that might be different from what's happening in society at large regarding race relations. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, here's what we all know. Um, decades ago, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. called uh, the, 11 hour, the 11 o'clock hour, Sunday morning, the most segregated hour in America. And statistics shows that. Here at the Rock Church, we believe uh, intentionality and diversity is so important for us. Um, here's a thought I believe we as the body of Christ, uh, we chose to worship with people who look familiar and people who don't look familiar to us. And we believe that, uh, that as we come together um, and understanding intentionality of racial reconciliation and speak really into the racial strife, we have to see that it's a biblical principle that diversity is of God. Well, now I'm from a diverse community, Evanston, and, and so we can make those uh, efforts and we all have neighbors of, of different racial uh, backgrounds. But if we're from the inner city where almost all our neighbors are African-American, or if we're from 
Barrington where almost everybody is white. Should this be an issue of trying to diversify the church when we really have to bus people in? Well, you know, I think this, um, as the word tells us, um, it is so often, I believe, uh, Christ broke down the walls of separation between human beings. If you look in uh, Ephesians chapter 2, 13, 14 through uh, 18, um, we have to be very intentional. Uh, I do understand uh, the demographics. I understand uh, the community can be all white, all black community. But I do also believe that if we recognize the importance of the unity, coming together, worshiping together, I think there takes effort if that's something that I believe a leader desires to do more than anything. And do you see this changing within the body? Well, sadly, um, not as as quickly as I believe it should. Um, The Word of God tells us we're going to all worship in heaven together, right? We're all coming together and worship in heaven together. (laughs) And I just think it is intentional that, as you said earlier, Breaking Down the Walls is a historical book. Uh, People from all nations and all walks of life, I've heard people from different uh, uh, states have read the book, have called me and says, Pastor, let's, I want to come down and see how do you worship uh, white folks and black folks? Uh, we don't know. We want to learn from you. And uh, uh, that has happened. It just, it's, it's really about attention, intentionality, you know. All right. Well, thank you. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of the law firm Malk & Baker. Today we're talking with Pastor Rob Stevenson from Rock of Our Salvation Church in Chicago's Austin neighborhood. Uh, Pastor Stevenson, you said people come to you and say, how do we worship together, uh, white and black and, and, and Latino from our different cultures and, and, and uh, uh, religious persuasions, I guess. Uh, maybe, maybe we're all Christians, but we have maybe a Catholic, Catholic background or Pentecostal background. So how do you answer that question? How, how do you... Uh, mix these elements that uh, people might uh, might not think flow together. Well, you know, one of them, um, there. Just my perspective is, is really start breaking down the different stereotypes. Um, there are different stereotypes that relates to how you worship. Um, what do you look like when you come to church? Um, what time church starts? What time church ends? And so, historically, I've just seen, even in the African-American church, uh, we as a culture have learned that uh, going to church sometimes, you know, it's an all-day event. You know, <laughs> I mean, who want to be at church all day? But that's, that's how I came up. It's an all-day event. Everybody comes to church. You know, we have Sunday school. You know, we eat at church, come back to second service. But it's a cultural thing. Well, I, well, yes, and, and it's often often said not not just in church, but uh, in white circles that there's white time and black time, mm-hmm. and that if you're going to a black church, you can be a half an hour late because that's black time. Now that's not all black churches, mm-hmm. but it's just a different uh, different viewpoint. I guess your explanation of the sort of all day involvement explains why there is a different concept of time. Also, that's true. That's true. Um, one of the other things that I realize 
that uh, in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 27, is we all are necessary parts of the body of Christ. And I just believe that we have to uh, understand that uh, we need one another. And um, it is comfortable to be at a place where you're familiar with. But God is calling us out of that comfort zone to interact and, 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 and really to understand who we are in the body of Christ. We may not look alike, but we share the same values of Jesus being Lord. Now, at Rock of Our Salvation Church, it's a mixed congregation. Uh, what is the racial breakdown and, and what's been happening there? Because you've had probably almost th 25 years of experience with being a, a, an interracial church. Well, right now we are 70% uh, black, 25% uh, uh, white, and then another 5% others. Um, we are uh, uh, also a part of, uh, um, we have what they call missionary. So our missionary uh, background uh, breakdown is 75% uh, uh, white and uh, another 20% black. And so... Um, we believe that send them out as well. We are sending out them, you know, our brothers and sisters. But our our congregation is thriving at this place um, in the Austin community. As you know, the violence and the crime and the murder rate in Austin, um, it is something that we believe it's not time to run. It's time to stay in the trenches and, and keep preaching Jesus and all of us in all walks of life. And you would think by this time, white folks will leave because of the violence. No, in fact, they're coming. They're actually moving in. Well, praise God. And what do you mean when you talk about sending out missionaries, particularly to white areas? How does that work? Well, we have missionaries that uh, um, have been sent out years before I got there, but we have some in uh, Russia, um, uh, we are missionary in Kenya. We just sent the team to Kenya a couple of years ago. And uh, what we just believe that God is calling all of us to go to all parts of the nation sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that's something that we believe that uh, we're doing and desire to continue to do for the sake of the gospel. So that's really just a, a gospel orientation. It's not a black or a white thing. No, not at all. Just just obeying the scriptures. And so I think you're saying if we come together, we love each other, we serve together, then color begins to not matter nearly as much. That is true. That's absolutely true. And in fact, you can hear more about that. You can read more about that on our website, which is www.rockofoursalvation.com. Rockofoursalvation.com. I like it, and I bet your services rock, too, don't they? It does. High energy <laughs> from the time we start until the time I do the benediction. Uh, coming up, we'll talk further about breaking down walls. I'm John Malk from Malk & Baker, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malk & Baker. You can reach us at 312 726 one two four three, or you can go to our website at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R dot com. 
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauck, partner at the law firm of Mauck and Baker, and we're talking with Pastor Rob Stevenson from Rock of Our Salvation Church in in the Austin neighborhood of Chicago about how we deal with racial reconciliation, integration, uh, cooperation in the body because our society is having huge problems continually with race relationships, and we, with Jesus in our heart, can make a difference, but we have problems. Let me ask you particularly about uh, worship, because you indicated that we want to worship together, and there there are different styles of worship uh, that come from white traditions, that come from mainline Protestant, that come from Baptist traditions and Pentecostal traditions. What do you do? Have six different hymns, or how, how do you how do you work that out, Pastor? Well, John, that's a great question because of our, our congregation is uh, is a mixed congregation and very diverse, and um, we do uh, worship at a different level because we believe that uh, become all things to all people, and how we do that in worship is we have hymn notes. So we have a we may do a, a song hymn notes just to kind of warm people up just a little bit. You do a doxology. Oh praise yeah, God yes from sir. Whom all blessings flow. Yes sir, and then we go into high praise. All right, <laughs> um, the high praise calls people to, uh, as we do in worship, just honor God. You know, just at a different level and a different value and a different speed. Okay, so then. You're asking the people who come to the church to adjust from their traditions and leave those behind and then get lost in praise, and that will kind of uh, wipe out the differences? Is that is that how you you view it? No, I, I really don't. What, what, what I really believe that wipes out the differences is uh, it's a heart matter, saying, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to do this. And I really believe God impressed that on people's hearts more than anything. Uh, people walk through those doors because it, it, it's a God thing. And and also we realize that it's not just us. It's the it's what the Holy Spirit is doing in and through the people. Uh, we provide, we just provide in a place to worship our creator. And I think people really enjoy that. And it's authentic. And they want to they want to see and want to do something a little different, I believe. Now, there's an objective that Jesus gave us, which is go and make disciples of all nations. And Rock of Our Salvation has a particular ministry within the body of helping us to reconcile and work together as one. But uh, explain to us how that relates then to the going out and making disciples. How does the fact that you're a diverse church help you evangelize in your community and, and in surrounding communities? Oh, that's an amazing question. That's great because, again, you're going to hear me say intentionality oftentimes because we are committed to that. Uh, what we do as a church on Tuesdays, we do a collaboration with the 15th district of our community, um, the police department, the CAPS, um, and different social agencies. We do what they call 100 Block 100 Churches. And we meet on Wednesdays at six from six o'clock, from six to seven, seven thirty, on high uh, crime corners. And one of the corners we meet at is Madison 
and uh, Central. And when I'm telling you, we out there sharing our faith, we have music out there, giving the community hot dogs, uh, hamburgers, and uh, really helping them to understand that we are not just inside the walls. We bring in the church outside the walls, and that's how we evangelize our communities very intentionally. Okay, so it's it's a street evangelism. That's a, you're absolutely right. And you pray with people right there on the street. Right there on the streets. Uh, in fact, I've seen several people give their life to Christ. And they was told to me by the 15th District Police Department, when we are out doing that hours, they have not had police shootings during the time we're out there sharing our faith. I know that's a miracle. So I told people, listen, we need to be out there all day then. <laughs> Well, the scriptures talk about spiritual warfare, that we're not just following the Lord, but we have an enemy. We have opponents. We have Satan. We have demons. Mm-hmm. Um, how does how do you teach in your ministry about the effect of spiritual warfare with regard to race relationships and evangelism? Well, what's important is, one, we have a prayer on Friday night, intercessory prayer. And that means when we get down in understanding what's really the battle, it's not flesh and blood. Ephesians tells us we need to put on the full armor of God. And so we believe that. And we know that if we're intentional about prayer, we're intentional about seeking God's heart. And we know that we can claim and we can call things to an existence by the very way we speak to one another. So we speak the positive and the knowledge of God. We believe we begin to live that. Amen. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker. If you're just tuning in, we're with Pastor Rob Stevenson, and he's telling us about how the power of the Word in prayer helps with reconciliation between the races, breaks down walls, and helps evangelize. And he's speaking uh, with a background from the book Breaking Down Walls, which influenced and built Rock of Our Salvation Church in the Chicago-Austin neighborhood. Would you recommend that other churches just go out on the streets and and uh, set up uh, evangelism at uh, high-crime corners? Absolutely, but I think the first important thing to understand, uh, get involved with the local police department. They have a CAPS representative that will come and do community events with you. Uh, I think it's important that we get all people involved and then the body of Christ will go out there because I I think people will uh, accept who you are if you come without agenda. Just come to love them. And I guarantee you, if you feed them, they definitely going to listen to you. (laughs) Well, I heard you mention a, a hundred church initiative. Now, we're talking about getting blacks and whites together. We're talking about getting Pentecostals and mainline together and all of these barriers. But aren't there barriers between churches? How do you get churches to cooperate? Well, what we understand, it, it is not a hidden agenda, right? We want people to know that this is available for all mankind. I didn't write it. God's word did. <laughs> and so that we as a body of Christ need to take our stance and be unified Based on God's word. Now, we all know that uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 talks about just as the body, though it's one, one and has many parts, but all its parts are from one body. So it's with Christ. So we got to understand it's all about Christian coming together in unity and being unified. I, I, I just want to say this other thing, John. I think it's important that um, 
when you want to be intentional, you got to push. And oftentimes people, they hold back. I believe the acronym for push is praying to something happen. So we got to make it happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, but give us some examples of how the Presbyterians and the Baptists and the Pentecostals, and I, I don't know where you'd put Rock of Our Salvation there uh, uh, denominationally, but how do they overcome this fear that one of them's going to take disciples from another and, and, and pastors are concerned about uh, paying their bills and they don't want to lose members, so they they tend to uh, wall up and, and not share and not cooperate. Yeah, that's good. And I've seen that in um, different churches where that 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 is a concern. But see, the thing that I realize is people have to, it's not our church. This is God's church. We are part of the body of Christ. Well, I think everybody would tell us that. Yeah. If you know the scripture, you know that. But then you see the outworking of it with uh, people holding back, as as you say. Do you have any examples where you've been able to break down barriers with other churches and create trust so that you can be more effective in reaching the community? Absolutely. Uh, one of the, one of the uh, intentional pieces we have done was pulpit swap, where you have a pastor to come in and speak the Word of God at your church, and you do the same. I just think you know, that's important to build relationship. The only way that you can actually break those walls is you got to have relationships and get to know one another. And then from there, I believe that God would do the same. These eight principles that breaking down the walls talks about is commitment to relationship, uh, intentionality, sensitivity, interdependence, sacrifice, empowerment. Those things are so important to what we do. And the thing that I know more than anything, we have modeled what it is to break down walls. And so these principles work across many different walls. Absolutely. We're not just talking about the walls of race. That's right. Which are, are huge walls, and but we're talking about the race, uh, the, the walls of church tradition. That's right. And probably uh, economics. Absolutely. Uh, people from different economic backgrounds and then uh, uh, age groups. Well, this is wonderful. This has been very uh, encouraging. We appreciate your coming today, Pastor Rob. How can our listeners learn more about Rock of Our Salvation Church? Oh, that's great, John. I have had a, just a tremendous time here with you. Uh, we can be uh, lo- we can be contacted at uh, www.rockofoursalvation.com. You can also call us at 773-854-1623. Um, I would love for my brothers and sisters to be praying for our church. Right now, we are into a capital campaign. Uh, We needed to raise over $2.2 million to finish our capital building. And um, we have a partner, Cali Circle Rock, that we have a facility that will be one of the largest facilities on the west side of Chicago that will seat 960 people in our sanctuary. Right now, we're currently meeting at our gym. Well, praise God. And encourage people to come visit your church and then get that vision. Amen. Thank you. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Balkan Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. Have a wonderful day. I'm John Malk, and this has been Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Gonna have to save somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have
to serve somebody 